0: The Two Shot Podcast. It's episode 43, and we leg it down to London to meet non-Londoner, Mr Daniel Ryan. More of that in a sec. So, I know what you're thinking. It's Thursday, and in a couple of days, it's going to be Saturday, the 19th of May. It's a very big day. You know what I'm saying. Get your hats on. No, not the Royal Wedding. It's The Two Shot Podcast live with Mr. Dave Haslam and Mr. Paddy Considine. We're going up to Northwich to meet those two. And then we've got to leg it back down to London because it's the British Podcast Awards. We're very excited. Look, it's going to be a great night. Whether we win or not, that's not the point. We have been going for less than a year and we have been nominated for Best Culture Podcast. And you know what? It's a really big achievement and we're dead, dead chuffed by it. And... We thank you so much for all your support you've given us. And we'll try and bring something home for you. If not, we'll definitely take loads of photos and have a right good laugh. Okay? Let's get on with it. This is episode 43 with Mr. Daniel Ryan. Now, if I'm saying Daniel Ryan, you might go, I I know the name, I can't quite place. Trust me, you will know the face. Daniel Ryan has been acting for a long, long time. You'll have seen him in so many things, going way back to things like Linda Green. You might have seen him on stage recently with Christine Slater in Glencarry Glen Ross. If You know, if you watch Sky, he's been on a series called Mount Pleasant since it started. It was an absolute joy and a pleasure to spend time with Daniel, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. We go... All sorts of places. Strap in, enjoy. This is episode 43 of the Two Shot Podcast with Mr. Daniel Ryan. I'll see you at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think I've done it for quite some time.
0: Well, Sean Dooley got me this cutthroat razor. Did safety he? Safety cutthroat razor, and it fucking shaves like.
1: How comes it's the same? How, how does that work?
0: Well, it's got it's got like a hood over it, so the blade just comes out. I mean, you still have to be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I it's think so. uh, it's, it's, oh, not, really? it's not like the old-fashioned, like probably what our dads would have had back in the day. But what were those sticks? Remember those hard sticks that you used to put on if you cut yourself? I was oh, trying oh, to think yeah. of the name of them the other day. You know what I mean, though, don't you? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called, like, Stiptic? Is it Stiptic something? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: It? And it just it stung, but it stopped it, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, didn't yeah, it? yeah. It's, it's kind deep.
1: of just fucking... Glue and alcohol and shit. Just fucking anything ah. to get it on. <laughs> Just do it for fun to get the pain.
0: Oh, Are we gone? Are we on? Are we on? Yeah. I don't want to start this off on a negative, <laughs> Daniel Ryan. Yeah. And if there's one thing I hate in other people and myself is lateness. Because I, I, I really, I, in, we, you know, we're coming up to, uh, you know, we're nearly hitting the 50-episode mm. mark of the podcast. I've never been late. And very rarely... This is uh, your first late? Uh, this is my first late. It's my first late ever. But don't be stressed. I'm not stressed, but I, I'm think, cool. I'm I feel that a half an hour late is... No, it's a little bit annoying. But I've been three hours late for this, Dan, and, and I, I feel terribly guilty.
1: See <laughs> how chilled I am. I
0: know. I'm I'm trying to... It's all good. I'm trying to get some of that energy. But you, you know what it's like. Luckily, I'm. In, I'm yeah. talking to an actor today, so when things are completely out of your control and you're filming and scenes get moved around. And you the amount got... of time
1: you you find yourself in a situation where you go in... Um, I've phoned home before and said, Obby, listen, we'll go out tonight, we'll, we'll go out, get a babysitter in, we'll, let's go out. And you you end up finishing at half past seven and then going over. Yeah. And you're coming down, back down from Manchester, yeah. so you've had it, forget it, you know what I mean?
0: And then you just have to reside yourself and just go, well, yeah, what can we've been do? doing this a long time now and that's just the way... It is. It and is. and wh- why are we surprised? I know. Why are we surprised? I, I'm not. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I, why am I? Why am I surprised? No, no as, soon I as, think... as,
1: you, as soon as you said, I'm going to be a bit late, I know in TV terms, that means <laughs> half past seven.
0: I know. <laughs> but genuinely, I didn't expect it to be this No, I had a good all. walk
1: round. I've had a lovely time. You've obviously caught the sun. You're looking mm, very, very Thank healthy. you, love.
0: <laughs> do, do you still live in London, Dan?
1: No. Break. I moved
0: out of London 20 years ago.
1: Did you? When yeah.
0: I when I when I graduated.
1: Ah. Yeah. yeah, uh 2000 I had my first Christmas uh 2000 was in Brighton. So I lived in Brighton for nearly 20 years and then a year ago I moved out to the sticks in the in the wilderness of wild wild Wy- 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 uh West Sussex. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you find it? I love it. Yeah. Mm. I do. I mean it's I guess I've always lived. I guess I grew up out, not in the wilds, but in the countryside. and I sort of never realised that I grew up in the countryside. I've never thought about it. Where did you grow up? Well, I grew, I grew up in a place called Culcheth. Culcheth. Yeah. Would you like me to spell that? C-U-L-C-H-E-T-H. Yeah. I know. Well, where? Where, where is Culcheth? Where is that? It's um, near Warrington.
0: I lived in Warrington for about five years. The... Phone island, Bilton. Do you remember, I didn't
1: Warrington and Runcon.
0: If you've ever been to Warrington, how Orrington. did
1: that uh, Oh, it's not about you. <laughs>
0: it's not about me. It's not about me, Dan. We're how many not. times do I say that on the podcast? <laughs> uh, just a uh, dad's work thing. Just right, had to yeah. move around. We soon right, we soon moved back to Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah. So, culture. Yeah. Culture. Culture.
1: Tell me about culture. Well, what is culture? It's a tiny little village and it's sort of. it's it's funny cuz it's it's sort of a no man's land um i've always found that i don't you know people have never really known where to place me you know i'm not manchester i'm not liverpool it is a kind, it is an area i mean it was lancashire till i was about 11 years old and they would moved the boundaries so yeah. i'm not even a lancastrian really so um it's it's a kind of weird do you, feel that,
0: do you feel that within yourself or did you feel that, oh, I'm n- neither one thing or another? Never did
1: till till it, it, till it became a time where I remember going to, when Liverpool was City of Culture, I remember there was a thing at the um, the NFT and they invited all the Scousers, all the Scouse actors were there. And I got invited and I remember them all looking down the line going, what's he doing here? <laughs> and then there'd be a Manchester thing and I'd be at that as well. So I've, I've never kind of had that. You know a lot of people are like yeah I'm a am a man actor and I'm yeah. you know there's a kind of label you can put on yourself so I'm 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 none of that I don't know why Do you why never I am.
0: feel that you're put into any box though, like that?
1: Cuz <sighs> I've always
0: I've always not that I like to go oh that's a northern actor that's that but yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. I've always put you in that I'm a northern actor that bracket Yeah 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 but it is broader than
1: than I sometimes wish it was more specific. Yeah you know I remember doing a, 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 some guy was doing a brilliant kind of um, photo shoot that everyone holding these things saying uh, Mancunian, big sign saying Mancunian. And I remember when he asked me to do it, I went, I'm from Warrington. <laughs> and he, he was like, oh, no, it's fine, it'll do, it'll do. And I, I remember holding it feeling like a fraud. Yeah. And a little bit, I've been in jobs and felt like a fraud when, when you were with, with proper Manx. I don't think I've ever, ever played this Gouser. You, not much. Squeezed it in occasionally, yeah. and it wasn't meant to be. Um, so yes, yeah. Do, yeah. do you constantly
0: know. feel like a fraud when Full you're stop. working? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean that personally for you. I no, mean no, as, no. as a general thing because I know a lot of people. that like, You know, I've, not that it's about me, but yeah. I've just started a, a new job, and yeah. obviously, my first day yeah. is like back to the first day of school. Yeah, again. yeah of going, course. Oh, you know. Always probably picked the wrong person for
1: theirs. Oh, absolutely. I remember, you know, I've had conversation with directors, if on the rare occasion that you ever get you ever get cast without a meeting, which doesn't happen very often, but someone's put you in from higher up a company that you've worked with, you know, and you get cast, and I turn up to shoot with a director I've never met, that's when I feel completely and utterly like... Yeah, because... The biggest fraud ever. But there's
0: no... You haven't even met once, so there's no beginnings no, of any relationship no, there's
1: nothing. there. And I just instantly assume that I have been foisted upon them against their wanted. will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not wanted. Yeah. And uh, I shouldn't be there. I think it's so
0: so great that, that you say that, that it is so popular that, that yeah, people do feel yeah, like... yeah, Because yeah. I know there's a lot of people who listen to this, loads of people who have nothing to do with the business who... I Enjoy it, but there's a lot of younger actors and starting out, or they're graduating. Yeah. And you know, they'd probably look at someone like you. God, but he doesn't feel like oh, that. Oh God, no! And, like, not it's at great all. to know that we're all. It's never, it's never,
1: it's never changed. Not once. No. I got dropped off out of a car on my first day doing a telly screen two when they made BBC Two made these films called Screen. God, I, you see, you, I'm, were 50, they like, I'm fifty now, and were they started like to One offs. They, they were one offs. One off films. Always very jazzy cast. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And um, I got dropped out of the car, and I remember just standing there, going, "I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Yeah. Am I meant to flag somebody down? I, I don't know anybody's name. And literally, just the and the car drove off and parked up, and the driver went off and got his breakfast. I remember standing there, going, "I don't know what, what's going on here."
0: And back then before you you were about, you know when we were all like proper green yeah. you just constantly sort of apologizing for for being in the arena completely Do you know?
1: i don't think, I, I i really i was thinking about this today obviously thinking about think thinking about having a chat with you yeah. kind of stuff and thinking that I, I don't think i don't think being nervous i don't think being um, confident about it's weird, because in my head, I know what I'm doing for a living. I know how to do it. I know one or two tricks, et cetera, et cetera. You Know what your strengths but are. But how, why, why will the feeling of, I think it's having to prove yourself all the time. Because we're all, you know, because you're auditioning all the time. You're having, you, it's like you're starting from day one all the time.
0: So you go up the stairs on one job, you get to the top of the stairs, yeah. you go, great, I've got to the top. That finishes, you're straight back down yeah. and you're climbing back up. Yeah, to- yeah, totally,
1: yeah. totally. So, you know, I sometimes find, you know, I'll go, I'll, I'll go for auditions now, a time or two, and just go, what, why, why are you shitting yourself? Why are you so nervous? You still get nervous I in auditions. I still get nervous, still. Yeah, and sometimes wildly nervous and so, it's not and that's not about the importance of the gig sometimes it's the smallest you know a little part in a in a film you know one scene something like that and sometimes I find I'm more nervous about that than if it's a big that's harder which though. is harder isn't it the smaller it is because yeah. you go you can't well I want to do it justice and
0: put my spin on it but yeah. if I do too much then it looks like I'm yeah, flashing something out that isn't there <laughs> and I to look like a fucking idiot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's constantly all the little demons in you. Oh. like <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Because, you know, I think, just talking about auditions for a bit, because I know we've touched on it mm. a lot, have you noticed a change over the years about the, uh, the, yeah. the preparation? Where, where do you, how do you feel about that? Because it's, it's it hasn't changed for
1: theatre. No. Although I did a self-tape for a job. I, just, I just did a play in the West End over Christmas. And I self-taped for it, but the director was opening a play in Sheffield, so he couldn't be there. But I self-taped for it,
0: and it's a rare occasion.
1: It's a rare occasion. Self-taped for Sam Mendes for *The Ferryman*, and I worked with him.
0: Does that differ for you, putting doing a? I, I don't. I can't. I can't think for the life of me if I've ever done a self-tape for a theatre job, which I say they are rare and. Yeah. But. Would you look, Would you go at that in a different way to if you were putting something on tape for a telly or no, a film?
1: No, But then that's not the performance you're going to give when you put it on stage. So, it, it, in a way, what's the point?
0: Yeah, but would you approach it as if you were auditioning for like the film of Gangari Gargan or No, no,
1: no. Uh, um, although saying that, I guess with the David Mamet script, you're sort of able to do it a bit more. If it was. If someone was saying, come and audition for a Shakespeare on, you know, or something... I suppose it all depends on the material. Yes, the material, in it? it? Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I've resigned myself to the uh, self-taping for tellies now. I think if it's a decent, decent, decent part, you should be in the room, no matter what.
0: Is it because you like to... Meet, meet
1: the director. Well, because and... you're, just, you're putting something on a plate and going, I don't know if that's what you want, but I've got 15 different and versions I'll... of that I can give you. Because in the room... And you need to tell me what We can what discuss it, it and yeah, see yeah, yeah. what you want. I mean, the amount of times, you know, the amount of times, you know, I, I went over something last week and uh, it was with a director in the room and I thought, I haven't been in the room with the director for maybe six months, more, maybe a year... Everything has been a self-tape. I mean, I've done a couple of plays back to back, so I've been sort of out of the the tele game a little bit. Um, but it was kind of interesting being in the room with the director, and he said, "You know, yes, I like what you did there, but I think he's more of this." And you go, "Well, in the self-tape, that who's happen. told me that?"
0: Yeah, you can only you can only put what- you can put one thing down. I'm putting, this is what I'm bringing to it. it. I know. And I don't know if it's right.
1: So it's just going to happen that one of those, whatever, I mean, you know, once upon a time as well, not very long ago, you may be one of four or five actors. Yeah. And you'd know who they were. You'd know exactly, you know, I'm going to get it, or it's going to be Sean Dooley, or it's going to, you know, it, it's there's, there's there's a little list, and mm. and it'll likely to be one of you. Now, because they can just... You know, I call it Tinder casting. It's like just swipe left, if if, if that's what you do on Tinder. I'm don't, not entirely don't, sure. Don't
0: you play call with me, Daniel <laughs> Ryan? Don't do that.
1: But I, I always think it's you can get you, you don't even need to speak, and they've already they've already swiped left, and you've gone, you've yeah. gone. Now I don't know. I've never sat in there with a director with with a director watching a load of self tapes. I don't know what they do, but in theory. If you, you know, he can just get rid of you without having to go through the process. And I just think you should be made to go through the process because he might have one thing in his head and you come in the room and you give him something else and suddenly he's like, oh, you've just opened another door in the script that I am the master of. You know, I'm in charge of all of it and you've actually opened a door that I didn't know was there. Which is actually Surely that's, that's, that's the process. Yeah. That's what it's all about. I remember telling the director in a room, you know, he said, well, he said, that's great. He said, I'd like you to do it. He said, but I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. He said, because, you know, it's got to go through this, 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 and the other. And I said, well, I remember what doesn't seem that long ago being in a room and being offered a job yeah. by a director. And the producer was sat there as well. But the it, idea it, that no one can get in the room at the same time, mm. it just seems, yes, if it's American, if it's a massive project, if... They're wrecking in Budapest, and they haven't had enough time. All of that, but surely, just get us in a room together. But I, it I'd is
0: terrible d- w- that he said that to you, regardless, oh. of, regardless of whether you're off yeah, the yeah. job or not. Because I know that's happened to a fair few people. Yeah, and nothing, nothing, not not, not, a e- p- not even a no. Well, not, and not also, even a no.
1: I know. But going back to that no thing, because yeah. I know you discussed it on this a few times and every... You know, we're all talking about it. And there's a little bit of occasionally... It seems to be a little flurry on Twitter or whatever. A and load it, of and actors are putting their heads above the parapet and going, yeah, I, I don't like it as well. Because we're all scared to say that because we don't want a situation where a casting director reads that and goes, oh, I'm not having him in. If he doesn't like the process. If he doesn't like... Oh, he doesn't like casting directors not saying no. But it's not that. It's, I know. It's just... It's, it's just... You know, we all want to
0: we've all got our departments yeah right on a when well, we're on a set we've all yeah. Got a yeah i don't i don't go and mess with art department, and, and likewise yeah. it's just about being polite and if if have if we've made the effort if we've made the effort yeah. to now learn however many pages yeah and we've gone in and we've invested in that yeah it's just no, it hasn't worked out. See ya. Done. No, that's
1: it. Uh, that's it. I'm, even I'm curr- an email. Even an email. I'm currently waiting to hear on four jobs. Now I'm not. I know they've all gone because the last one I went up for was about a week and a half ago. So I know that that's gone. I know it's gone. Are you, are you good?
0: Are you good at letting things go?
1: I'm good at letting things go if someone bothers to say it's gone. And, and, and I can move on. And, but otherwise, I'm 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 still half thinking. Maybe I am still in the frame of that. Maybe it's taking this time. But I know for a fact that if I go up for something and they like me, there's normally a call that day going, Yeah. can Can you just let us know if you get something else, that phrase? Mm. And you go, I'm in. Great. But, but the whole idea is, now I've got four jobs I'm waiting to hear on. Now some of those have already started filming, so I've got a feeling that I might not have got them. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. But nobody said no. No. But even that little phone call to go, you're still in the mix. Mm-hmm. Just let us know if anything comes in. Yeah. You go, oh, well, regardless of whether I do get it now, I know I did all right. I know, I know, I know, at least yes. I made the impression and I didn't make a fool of myself. Yeah. So that work yeah. that I did and I learned all those lines when I was trying to juggle learning another, yeah. however many. Auditions, yeah, that's good. That I'm more, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite good at yeah. leaving it there. If that sort of information, got, comes I've got,
1: I've got a pile of pages on top of my printer that I haven't quite thrown away because I don't, because no one said you didn't get the job. Oh
0: God, you know what I do, and I don't know if this, is, this is part of my, I. Oh dear! Straight in the recycle, regardless, even if it's something straight at, away. Straight away
1: after after the self tape or the meeting, you bring it. You go,
0: oh, it's still in my bag. Rip it up. Well, if I'm at home, it's self tape. Straight in the fire. Bump. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> it's is it cathartic? Is yeah. that the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have to sort of do it because otherwise, I'll just I'm a terrible worrier sometimes. So yeah, like, I, just, yeah, w- yeah. I need to get it out there and get it away.
1: Yeah, I think it's not good at the moment and i think a lot of us have got a bad taste in our mouths about it because it is rude bottom line it's rude you asked me to do something i came and did it you never you never said thank you
0: you know, you know that, or whatever but that time that i spent i could have been with the kids or doing something or I had to forfeit something that was probably personally yeah. important to concentrate on that. Yeah. And then the, acti- the, the etiquette. Yeah. And the, there's an imbalance there. Yes, of
1: course. Of course there is. And no one's, at, you know... It's like you've late tonight. I mean, it don't, doesn't... Don't re- bring it up again. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to just cleanse Listen, that. Listen, just give me <laughs> another ten minutes and it'll be back in. Uh, but it's like, you know you were messaging me, saying, I'm sorry, I will be there, please wait, mm. et cetera, et cetera. You're on set filming something. Now, between that, you're thinking, "Oh, I must I must say to, to Dan, hang on, hang on. You, you know, you must give a response because I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for a decision. Give me a response. It's it's just simple maths. I don't, I don't understand it, and it didn't used to be like that. It didn't. It didn't. And I wanna I, I wanna hear a cogent argument from somebody saying oh there isn't Well, is it is it is what we're saying There used to be four of you in the room going in and one of you'd probably get it. Are we saying there's now thirty people and I, now it's thirty phone calls, so I, I can't do it, no, I haven't got time for that?
0: I don't know. Just as much as you do. Well don't this know. is it somebody I, needs I've, to say I've, why. I, I, I but I'd very much doubt it.
1: Yeah. But all of this is that, you know, I mean, I was doing a series called Mount Pleasant for, well, we did seven, six series and, a, and, a, and a, so set over seven years I've been doing it and tending to do that at the beginning of the year and a play at the end of the year. So I've sort of feel like I've been out of the game a bit, yeah. but it's in that amount of time that the, I won't say no has happened. Just say no. Well, we'll bring that back again. Well, let's record the album. Let's do the Grange Hill song, just so you know. That's happened, and the five o'clock in the afternoon, can we see you tomorrow at half past ten, and can you know seven pages? Yeah, 14 pages, boom. That's that's all happened as well, and it's like... It's made me start to think that acting is a young man's game, or young woman, obviously, Um, where they can drop everything. I can't drop everything. No. I literally can't drop everything. Give me the time and I'll do it. You know, when I first started, you got a phone call saying you had an audition in a week's time. And then you had to wait for the script in the post. In the post. And then you read the script and you prepared and you went in really prepared, you know. But
0: you were really prepared, but very rarely were you completely off book.
1: Never off book, but knew it well enough to, to have it to, there and, and be able to and just to, to clock. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, go- I'm good struggling. At-
1: no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Or is it a friend of mine? It's Stanley Townsend. and said, I- I'm a slow study, he says. <laughs> and um, I'm, the sa- I'm the same. Because, because they're not lines. They're a character. And if I haven't got a character, then those lines can't come out of my mouth.
0: So then do they just become lines and does it become well, a line learning contest well, they do because and it's then the they're... start it's the start of, of building yes I mean, of course this is. isn't the, yeah you know, yeah not, yeah no but you're like, yeah not... know what i mean we're not sort of we get bogged down in it yeah, too yeah, much, yeah. But, yeah. and i don't really know what the answer is but i think it's quite healthy that we have a conversation and we yeah uh, the the community we have yeah, a yeah, conversation yeah. Yeah. about it in a in a you know not in a judgmental Listen, way some actors but,
1: come on set with their sides and you know the ones who are who know it a bit and but but the lines don 't relate to see the lads who I was doing Glengarry Glenn Glen Ross with they were all having problems learning the lines because there were in the first half were just the two people sat in chairs, and what we realized is when you 've got no movement when you 've got no choreography of the scene i 'm over here, and I say this and i 'm over there, and I do that. Then sitting in a chair, you know, it's almost the same with the audition scenario. Sitting in a chair is a very restrict. Your brain normally associates, you know.
0: So you feel boxed in. It's a path,
1: then. you know what I mean? There's a pathway to where you, where you're going. And um, I just, I just think that it's a very stilted, difficult situation at the best of the ta- of times. Don't tell me I have to know the lines. Let me have them in my hand. I'll know them really, really well. I promise you. But I might need to flick down. You know, I've done auditions where they go, "Can you put the script down?" I go, "No, I can't. I literally can't put it down." Right. Okay. And you see the disappointment. You go, "I haven't had enough time, and I just need, I just need it to." There's, there's often in scenes that you shoot in the way you don't, you you hit a line that you find that really hard to learn. Yeah, and you know, you get it in one take or you get it with a a break, but sometimes just, there's just one that won't go in. Now, if that happens to be in the scene that you're learning for your for your audition, let me have it in my hands or I can just glim, glimpse it.
0: Yeah, or, I can it,
1: still be really good, I can promise you. You know or, what I mean? It's In fact, you'd probably be better because well, you yeah. won't
0: be thinking, lines, 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 lines that I got at tea time yeah. yesterday. I'm, yeah. I'm in at 10.30. Exactly. You'll be going, I've started to try and shape some sort of character I know, I know, I know, I know. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I, yeah. I suppose I suppose why we started this conversation or why I started this was to talk about the change and different changes that mm. that have crept in, I suppose, yeah. over the years. And you know, everything has to grow and evolve and Yeah. But I don't think it is a young man's game. It is it is
1: Well, I I hope not. <laughs> because I, I'm still. A bloody I'm, I bloody over. Apparently, I'm, I'm still in it. <laughs> Although, you wouldn't know at the moment. <laughs> Take
0: me back yes. to Warrington, or more importantly, Culcheth. Culcheth. I know. Do you know what I had in my mind then Chetworth, for oh, some do you reason.
1: Know why not? Well, because. Culture. Because no one's heard of Culcheth. No. Um, so, yeah, a little village. Went to a little village school to a screen school, primary school. What did your mum and dad do? Really? Um, my dad did a lot of things, um, and but when I was born, the thing he'd settled on was um, prize bingo. He had a bingo hall. Did he? Yeah. Well, not a bingo hall, well, although it was a, a hall. It never was when I sort of became aware of it, but it started as a hall, and then that place turned into a, a shopping arcade in Lee. In Lancashire. Oh, in Lee? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was born. But um, you're born in Lee. I'm born in Lee, oh, yeah. And you don't have a, like, a Lee accent no, at no, all. No, no, no.
0: For those people that don't know, um, Lee is in Lancashire. And although I'm from Lancashire, and I was working with um, uh, a, a special effects guy today who was from the other side of lancashire oh yeah and of course producer griff yeah. is from lancashire and yeah. we all sound completely yeah different. completely different
1: i know i don't because lee, lees like um, it's about 3 or 4 miles from culchurch right people don't really have a lee accent in culchurch it's weird who knows why yeah but so it happened and your mum dan my mum worked um in a place called Warden Goldstones, which I think she assembled parts uh in the factory. Anyway, when she met my me dad, she started running the bingo with him. Um did
0: they enjoy that?
1: I think they did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it was it was a sort of new business and it was prize bingo. So it was what you would have is when he eventually moved into the upstairs of this um shopping arcade uh in Lee um, I think he had about. I think there might have been about fifty seats, maybe more, maybe eighty. It's not. It's not big. But what you'd get is women would come in, and it was primarily women would come in, and it would be like their job. Right. So they would come in, it, and it was in the daytime. It was, you know, it was from ten o'clock till. Oh, daytime was bingo. daytime bingo. And they'd come in at ten o'clock, and they'd sit there, and they'd leave at five o'clock, and it with their wins, they'd get a tin of corned beef and. Or build up when it got near Christmas, there was a few little tellies, and but that was about the best you could get yeah, was a telly, a little telly, you know, a portable telly. But it's obviously very cheap to go and buy yeah, bingo, but, but back then. yeah, yeah, yeah. But his ma- his main stuff, yeah, it was 5p, yeah, um, shilling, uh, they use shillings in the machines. Um, his main stuff, you know, you go to the cash and carry, that's where I mean, it was food, yeah, so he had freezers full of beef and et cetera, et cetera, and he had, um the display which was always very neat was was tins of food tins of food and well, that's like, what people would it's like when they used to do the meat raffles yeah, yeah in the exactly, pub. yeah you know so we did that for years very successfully and he, and he also uh bought the cafe downstairs i say bought leased the cafe downstairs so had that as well My nan worked in the cafe downstairs um and yeah, that's, that's what they did. My mum had a little shop for a while. I think she was bored of that. I don't, I don't think she was bored of it. I don't think there was enough for her to do. My um, dad had staff, so she had a... She, they had a, rented a little shop that sold, like, wool and school uniforms and right. weird stuff like that, yeah. But, um, so um, they were both, you know... I working-class parents, but I had quite... And the, again, these are things you don't ever think about until you're looking back and have a look. I, I had sort of a, quite a middle class upbringing because they made a few quid out of it, you know. And we would go on holidays, and my dad had a Triumph Stag, and uh, Did he? Yeah, 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 amongst other, you know, cars. Eventually, yeah. So we went on holidays, and and uh, yeah, I had, a, I, had a kind of, I had a nice childhood. But they obviously grafted. They obviously sounded they very grafted, busy. They grafted very hard. Yeah. Yeah. And was it just they you, Dan? No, I've got a younger brother as well. What's the difference between them? Um, he's six years. Right. Six years younger, yeah. So, yeah, they, work, they worked hard. And then at the weekends, I'd go and stay with my nan, and my uh, two cousins would also go there. So, my nan and granddad would look after us at the weekends. So, my mum and dad had a, you know, a nice social life as well. God, Which that's was great. So that's amazing. Yeah, it was lovely. And our was school? It was great. I loved school. Did you? Yeah, yeah we were very, I, very I know, ha- I know, I know. No, no, no. No, but I, I sort of, it's uh, it's sort of hateful because I've, you know, I've listened to this and, and, and you know, some people have had some extraordinary, mm-hmm. extraordinary. I think but, mine's yeah. quite dull. But
0: on the flip side, we've also had people who had a, a really lovely yeah. school.
1: So, you know, a very happy time. I enjoyed or, it. Nine percent of the time. I think it's to do with the fact that that's where... You know, I always, I always, I've always said to my kids, I said, "Why, not, if they've ever gone, oh, no, I hate school. I go, why do you hate school? That's where your mates are. You can stay here and not be with your mate. You can bang out with me if you want. Mm. But if you want to be with your mates, they're all at school. So if you don't want to go to school, you don't want to be with your mates. And that's that's from my, that's how I used to feel about it. That's why would I not go? That's where, that's yeah. where I had a nice time because me, me mates were there. And how, how did you
0: get on with education?
1: All right. Yeah.
0: You're a good student.
1: I don't think I was brilliant. I was sort of middle of the road, you know. I think I was okay at everything. I had to apply myself quite hard. I was good at English. I had a good imagination. You know, terrible at art. Terrible at anything, you know, any of those things when you go to high school. You know, metalworks and woodworks. I mean, rubbish. Really terrible. I have no craft Abilities like that at all? Did which, you throw
0: yourself into it, or did you put a block no, on, or, try, I, well, or did
1: I mean, you give it a good I would, old go? No, I would try and just realise that you know, it's not, it's not for me, it's not for me, and I still keep trying. Oh dear, I, yeah, my wife's super manual. I mean, she she was until we had our, our little lad. She was a wel- she's a welder, she's an architectural welder. Wow. So she's, I mean, she's artistic and. She can turn around to anything, you know. She's fixing our windows at the moment. I mean, and it's it's that's a nice know. balance in your house, isn't it, it? Yeah, no, it totally is. It totally is. It's completely right. Yeah, you know, but wrong if you <laughs> want to be able to do something like I do. If I want to feel the masculine, no, <laughs> I don't. I, I know we had an argument today about how to fix a gate because I had a theory and she went, "No, it's not going to work." And I went, "I know you're right because." You know how to do these things, <laughs> but I had an idea. Please go with it.
0: Besides no. the fact that's just not your area of expertise. No, it's not at all. It's
1: not at all. So, yeah, school was great. School was, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I had to try. It wasn't, nothing came, came easy. easy. And there was stuff I couldn't do. Maths, I was, you know, mm. we have a massive joke in our house about my maths. It's It's like, I, I, I don't know if there is a form of sort of numerical dis, dyslexia. But I mean, really, really, I really struggled. And then I stopped going to maths.
0: What, like bunked off? Yeah. yeah.
1: I just literally stopped going completely. We would go to a mate's house and listen to records.
0: What all the group of you that found it completely difficult?
1: Yeah, just three of us. Yeah. I think he I think the mate was bunking off quite a lot of lessons. I think you'd find if you went and knocked on his door he was in <laughs> he was bunking off quite a lot. He was only good at art. And uh so, yeah, we'd go and listen to um, a lot of listening to The Doors, to be honest, The Doors. But I was a, I was a rocker, to be perfectly honest. I oh, was. we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What kind of rock were you listening to?
1: Motorhead, DC. Oh, you're quite yeah, yeah, heavy. Yeah, Rainbow. Yeah, so I covered all of it, yeah. As long as it had an, like, a, a musical structure.
0: You still vibing that now?
1: I can still... I mean, well, the thing is, that was my... My thing was... I got into music quite heavily at that age and had a band and... Oh, did you play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wrote I wrote songs. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I had a guitar teacher when I was probably maybe eight, nine, ten, around that Was that time. something that you
0: asked for, to, to yeah. learn the guitar? Yeah.
1: And And um, he was... Now, I don't know if this, tr- this is true, but I think he was the guitarist on... Uh, Gordon is a Moron on John Gordon is a Moron. Really? Yeah, yeah, John Shuttleworth's. Yeah. Um, but I would need, I've never met John Shuttleworth to ask him. And if I look up Jeff Hill, who is the guy who taught me, great rock hair, he had that Brian May hair. Did he? Yeah. But I think he was never a part of the band. I think he just, he was a session. So I think he, anyway, he'd he'd say, bring a single with you. That's a, Musical record uh, for, for, those, for those who don't know. 2018. Yeah, yeah. So he'd say, "Bring a single, and I'll teach you how to play it." So that's how I learned music. I've never been able to read music, but he taught me chords. I knew the chords, not wow. all of them, not like Guitar John. so You In, weren't just
0: uh, learning something that you had no connection to No, no, he was, saying, I was bring, learning bringing a it, single that you like, a, and you could try yeah, and learn it.
1: Yeah. And then I'd spend a week trying, I'd come back, and he'd go, how'd you get on? And I'd try and play it, and I'd play it with him. He'd, he had his, you know, his electric guitar, and I was on a little classical
0: God, that's got to be exciting for, for a kid. Oh, and I how old were you, like
1: eight? I was uh, so nine, to, I think. I'm not very good, it's really interesting, and if I think about it, I'm not really good with it, remembering ages. I, don't, I Just moments. I mean, yeah, I can't think when things were. But I was. it was about eight, nine, ten, something like that.
0: And did that carry yeah. on
1: the guitar? Um, yeah, it did. Um, until I got a synth, I got I begged and begged, I had posters of synthesizers on my walls. <laughs> <coughs> really, really wanted a synth. And, did you? Yeah, um, yeah um, and my mum and dad bought me a synth when I was about 16, a Korg Poly 61.
0: Did you get down with that? Oh, I loved it. Did you? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, did you find so, that
1: hard to? to learn. No, look. no, not at all. No, no. It was kind of, you know, I I wish I'd followed it through a bit more. The whole. I was
0: going to say because this sound that things are coming quite naturally to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What? Well, yeah, well, and we so we 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 did gigs. We played a big open air gig in in the, our village park on the back on the on an articulated lorry on the side. It, of the yeah. Area. Oh, was this all yeah. pals from well, school? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were sort of like, it was whenever I got a group of kids together who were musicians, but we weren't all singing from the same hymn sheet. So we, we'd do something that I'd written that, you know, might be a bit, you know, I have to describe what I was writing. I mean, I thought it was great, I thought it was good. <laughs> you know a bridge too far was one of my songs and um everybody knew it in the school really yeah 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 cuz they'd come to these gigs and play it and i remember having a, a tape which i don't have anymore and you know doing that thing of not singing the last word of the of the chorus and the audience and sang it
0: you must have thought you were rock star oh, hello Wembley. It was great
1: yeah <laughs> So that band then changed into another band, Darker, than, was, darker was, than Shark.
0: Darker Than Shark was the second band. Well, no,
1: the first band... I can't remember what the first band was called. Classic. I can't remember, and we fiddled around with a couple of other things. Ipso Facto was a...
0: <laughs> an absolute classic. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even saying
1: those words. Uh, You'd be surprised yeah, what yeah. words come out on it. And then we settled on Darker Than Shark, Darker which was when Shark. that was a whole new lineup, and
0: we were cool then. Did you? Was it Acrimonious, the split of the first it, band?
1: No, the first band was all right. It just sort of petered petered out. It, we were all very yeah. I think I think a couple of the lads were older actually, so they left the school. So that it was there was a an natural and Roland. Who was the guitarist he um he was very into lighting, so he started lighting our gigs right so um
0: for darker than Shark for darker
1: than shark yeah, yeah so yeah, so I was like I was writing songs, song after song after I mean, I had a real ability uh, you know, the two things I was sort of good at was French. And writing songs, not the two together.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but there was obviously—it must have been a very similar part of my brain that was a, was able to—I uh, don't know—put stuff together. I don't—I don't know exactly. I don't know. It was
0: obviously stimulating, yeah, for you, yeah. But, were um, you were you influenced by other artists when you were writing songs? Or? Well,
1: we got compared in the Lee journal. We got compared to Simple Minds, which I was very cross about because I wanted us to be compared to you two. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jim Kerr, if you're listening. <laughs> He's a big fan. He's I a know. big fan. Um, uh, so that was that was a shame. But yeah, we. I mean, we. I worked hard. I worked in a petrol station from 14, serving the petrol. You know, we had three pumps and serving the petrol in all weathers, which is why I think that's why I never ever, I don't ever get cold anymore. Because I think I got so cold as a teenager that it's never. You know, when you're on set and they go, "Do you want to walk? Cold? No, 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 it's yeah. fine. I'm fine, fine. I'm good. And also, we're from the north. Oh, we're from the we north don't anyway. Fear. Yeah, but we were at the, our, this petrol station was on the coldest corner. Ever. People would get out of the car and go, oh, God, you know, and it would take me all day to warm up after, after working there. And I worked there, and the money that I made there was what I used to hire the scout hut um, so that we could have band practice in there.
0: And how long did Darken Than Shark go on for? Well,
1: we went on till I got into drama school, and then I had to make the horrible decision of whether to carry on and the lads knew because I'd done Manchester Youth Theatre. I did two.
0: Right, let's go back.
1: Stop, Sorry, stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's let's, loads going on. Well, let's there, jump yeah.
0: back. When did the drama aspect come in? Always, always.
1: Prior, yeah. Early, early school. It's funny how I've skipped all that, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Well, we've been rambling about other yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but I, but but I think it's because I've recently sort of got tried to get back into it. So that's what into the music. Yeah, so that's why it's sort of foremost in my mind. Um, but, yeah, no, I had the kind of... You know, I, cry, I did that thing of I cried to me mum because I didn't get Oliver when we were doing Oliver. I got the Artful Dodger.
0: And this is when you were very young?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Artful Dodger's best part. Of course, course it's the best out. part, but I wanted to be both of them somehow. You wanted it all done.
0: I wanted <laughs> to <be> it all.
1: <laughs> Nothing's changed there. And did
0: um, your did your younger brother... Do anything like no, this? No, not at all.
1: Not. Mum and a dad jot. ever dabble? No, my dad had a nice singing voice, and and my mum used to say that he, um, when she first knew, or when he was much younger, he used to sing at the Catholic club. Um. And yeah, I, I did hit. You know, I'm third generation Irish on his side, so. Um, you know, he would he would sing all of them that he'd learnt off his mum. You know, and I think, I mean, I'm called Daniel because my granddad was called Daniel. But I think you know, the, he he would often have a few and sing Danny Boy. Yeah, of course, he would. Um, so I think there was, and you know, there was a kind of, I guess, to the early days of that bingo calling it wasn't just about saying the numbers it was about the personality that sat there and filled in the gaps and made the ladies laugh and etc etc you know um so we had that pattern yeah 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 yeah. you know my mom said i remember saying that you know he announced i'd gone in or she'd gone into hospital and had me and um you know he was that time it was evening bingo when they first started and you know and he said i've and, and i've uh he said, I've been in, I've seen her, we've called him Daniel. He said, I've taken the wife some grapes and a banana for the monkey. You know, that <laughs> kind of, that was his kind of, you know, patter. But yeah. I think, yeah, he had it. And he was always, he was, I say this because he died when I was 17. So I never got to know him, really. Not really. Um, he was centre of attention in the pub. He was, you know... it was a big personality. Yeah he, yeah, he was known as Jimmy Bingo. That was what he was called. Um, and, he, yeah, he was a personality. He could, he could crack a gag. And
0: Do you mind me asking how he died, then?
1: Yeah, a heart attack.
0: Did
1: he? He had a heart attack. I was at my girlfriend's house. Um, so 17, I had a little 50cc motorbike. And, Death um, trap. I know. So I'd come in and I'd said, um, see you later, Dad. And uh I, And I'd gone to my girlfriend's house and my brother had come home from school and in the time it took for him to give him whatever letter they'd given him at school um, and go upstairs and get changed, that was uniform, come back down, he was dead. As I always said to my brother, what was in that letter? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, But uh, yeah, 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 he just... And how old was he when he passed? 58. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, Fifty nine. Oh, see, the passage of time. Yeah. Fifty
0: nine. Still no age. Oh God, nothing,
1: nothing at all. He'd mowed the lawns, he'd washed the cars. He was retired then, just retired. Um, sat down in front of the snooker, died. Mm. So and- I never got to know him. I'm really sad about that. That's the that's you know it's it, that'll that's the thing that'll never. Leave me. I would like to have known me dad as a pal, as
0: you were growing and getting yeah, to know yeah, who yeah. you exactly. were. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You know, I'm going to drama school just after he died.
0: At that time, of course, you went when you were right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, didn't want to leave. Of course not. Didn't want to leave me brother. My brother was 11. You know. so That's. I've always it, felt that. I was 17, I could sort of get a handle on it a lot better than an 11-year-old.
0: And right? did it affect your brother? at yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it did. He he became very, very overly attacked. Not necessarily to my mum. I, he won't mind me saying this. But he would... I don't think he was getting on very well at school either. So, it, and my because mum started working. Because and, of
0: that, do you think? Do you think there was a catalyst? Yeah, possibly,
1: possibly. I think he stopped liking leaving the house. Yeah, you know, if we were to try and put it all together 40, 30 years later, you know, was it, was it, did some kind of, childhood agoraphobia come on because of it, because the house was, you know... If a I, safe if I, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, if I go away from the house, am I going to come back and find someone else dead? Do you know what I mean? That, I, d- I don't know. You're, I don't know. You're you haven't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what? We've never really talked about it. Haven't you No. No, we haven't. We haven't. Wow.
0: Do you have a good... Do you have a close relationship with your brother?
1: Not... I wish we were closer... We live very kind of separate lives. We top pals. We take the Mick out of each other when we see each other, but we're not. You know, I, I, there are some brothers and sisters. They're on the phone to each other, you know, and they meet. I don't do that so much. And why distance? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I. I often think when I moved to London and that I had to really turn away. Why? Because there was too much. I think if I'd have thought about it too hard, you know, I didn't want to leave in the first place. I felt like, oh, well, my brother's lost his dad and now he's lost his brother. Cause I was gone down the road and I didn't want to go. I wanted him to have a father figure there and I don't, but I don't know that my mum did. Cause I think I, I think I started to act like the big man a bit. Do you feel the need the to The head step of the up? house. Yeah, yeah. That's what I felt. And I don't know that it was, well, she told me about it. She said it wasn't very helpful, it wasn't. But
0: you, know, you were only 17, yes. And we all know that um, lads mature much slower than girls. So, yeah, a girl at 17 is starting to know who she is as a person, yeah. And I don't want to generalize, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But lads, you know, at 17, we think we're, we're oh, 25, yeah. I was and we've great. got a long, was, long way to go.
1: I was so naive. To move from where I moved from, to move to London, you know, one of the things I realized is wow, it was massive. And I don't think I ever, I think if I'd have thought about that, I would have done three weeks at Lambda and gone, right, I'm going back. Yeah, I'll start the band up. We'll do that again, you know. Um, you think- so I think I had to, you know, and, you have to, and back then, the digs where I lived didn't have a phone. So, I phoned my mum on a Sunday night from a telephone box. Now that already starts putting big big gulfs between people, yeah, you know it's not that you're there or I can or I'll ring up every five minutes and you know, I'll ring up every night and see how it is. You know we had a a time that I would go and ring her from a telephone box you know and speak to her, and maybe during that time. I don't know I don't remember particularly talking to David, my brother, so maybe that was the start of the the distance between us that's never that's never kind of hey listen i love I love the guy to death, you know absolutely do anything for him yeah but you know we're not best buddies do yeah? you
0: feel or did you did you feel or? Do you feel a sen- any sense of guilt about that? Yeah. About- you do now? Yeah, massive. Still? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I left. I feel like I abandoned him.
0: But you don't feel that you abandoned your mum?
1: No, I know she wanted me to go. She wanted me to go. Also, my mum met someone quite quickly. She met another guy, and, and and I think if she hadn't met John, who she's still with, I think I might not have gone. I think it was. Because I'd tried to step up into this role. I think I felt very responsible for the pair of them and I think because another man came into it, there was a part of me that wanted to be out of that anyway because he wasn't my my dad. dad. Yeah. You know, but there was also a part that was like, my mum's going to be all right now. And my brother's going to be all right. There's someone got their eye on him and somebody needs to have their eye on him. And uh I think that made it that made it okay. But I you know, I certainly when I moved to London I I it was a proper abandoning back home. Although I still had a girlfriend back home. Um
0: Do you feel David resented you going in any way?
1: Again, we've never talked about it and I wonder if maybe he did, you know, and certainly when he was having problems with school and you know he could never it took Dave a while to sort of apply himself to um, to find the job that suited him and stuff there was a lot of everybody, certainly all my relatives you know I think all eyes were on him were on David to make sure he was okay, so he was mollycoddled quite a lot right I think he would he would know that. So he got away with a lot of stuff that he probably shouldn't have done. If he said, Oh, I don't, I've got a tummy ache mom. He wouldn't, she wouldn't make him go to school yeah, and all of that. And I think he started missing more and more stuff. And then he was bunking, hiding around the back of the house and not going to school when she was going off to work. So he was missing stuff. So I don't think, you know, his education didn't benefit from any of it. Certainly. So, but listen, he's a very successful car salesman, so he's he's all right, you know. Um, is he happy? Yeah.
0: Not that this is about him, but we, we, you know, we go off on time. It'll tangent, be on next week. We? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> Daniel, come on down the... David, come on down the steps.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah,
0: yeah, you're all right. You're all right talking about that? Oh, yeah. absolutely you're all yeah. right talking about it, cool. yeah. I'll, and it's I, funny, I, never,
1: it's funny I, I keep bringing up but No, I don't keep bringing up. I have been a lot bringing up being fifty because I really feel like I'm having a little look see at everything at the moment. I'm, I'm really thinking Going about back a lot, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, decks yeah, of yeah, history, yeah. yeah, Yeah, having a little think through the various, yeah.
0: It's kind of cleansing to do. It's kind of healthy oh, I think, it totally to do that, is, you know? Totally is because things change all the time. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And you change all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. But yeah, I wish I'd known me dad. Down the pub. Yeah. Because I think that's where he was at his best. And I don't mean, oh, he was a big boozer, but I mean... No, but I his think personality came a, to life yeah, that, yeah, yeah, in yeah. that I arena. He, I think he had, yeah, he yeah. had that thing. Yeah. It would have been nice. And he never knew I was an He never knew what I ended up doing for a living. So let's he would have liked tonight. it.
0: <laughs> How did you decide that, right, I'm going to go and train? I'm going to go to drama school?
1: Well... So from a so doing Oliver about seven or eight, I knew I wanted to be an actor. However, that wherever that comes from, of vision about I it, it's I knew I wanted to happen. be an actor, right? So never, never, I, I didn't have a theatre. We weren't taken to the theatre. I didn't see plays. Never saw any of that. But I just knew doing it was cool. I really enjoyed it. So I did all the school plays and all of that, and was regarded as always good at doing the plays. Um, all of that. And then I had a drama teacher, very fortunately, called Margaret XL. XL.
0: Brilliant name. (laughs) I know.
1: Mrs XL, who... I mean, how she... Well, she knew about stuff, because apparently her sister had got into RADA, and her dad had never let her go. So she knew about drama schools, and she knew about stuff. And she was the one who... Well, I did... ah, It's that order, isn't it? I did... I found out about a thing called Cheshire County Drama Course, which was a, a residential thing for two weeks in Menai, in Wales, and you had to go and audition. And they would send you off for two weeks. So on that two weeks, I, which I got in to do, I'm suddenly with everybody who is loony about acting, like I was. You know. How did
0: you feel coming into that oh, playing field? Do you felt I've landed. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. It was like. My God, you know, and, and we were back. You talk, you know, we're back in the times of um, um, tights and and what are those? What were those socks called? Those uh, um, dancey things that people used to wear up their legs uh, that weren't socks, but they were what, like black tights? Oh no, no, you know what the, year? Leg warmers, leg warmers. Leg warmers. warmers. What year are they? Eighty. We've got to be about eighty. Well, I went to drama school in 86, so we've got to be about 83, 84. Right. Um, so it was then, it was back then, and you know, when someone had a guitar and they taught me Stairway to Heaven on the guitar, you know. And it was all that going on, and no one ever going to bed and falling in love with about three different girls <laughs> over, in, the, over, over the the fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Yeah. One of whom I started going out with, who lives in Northwich. Right. So I have a bigger... There was quite a few kids there from Northwich, actually. Um, And um, uh, so I did that, and it ended in a performance, and then everybody crying because they would never ever see each other again, and it was all intense and all of that stuff, Um, which is... uh, Yeah, so I did that, and then there was a kind of... It wasn't follow-on, it wasn't affiliated, but it was... It's it's that thing where you do one thing where you find out about something else. So there was all these kids who started going to this thing in Chester, which was um, uh, it was called the Coat Drama um, Society. I don't know what it was, but we'd go to Chester every Saturday and go and do a drama class, which was I mean for me was you know it was forty five minutes in the car. My mum driving me to Warrington Station and. And then about 40 minutes on the train. Go there, meet everyone, do this drama class, and then go and drink coffee afterwards. Mm. Very sophisticated. Mm. Yes. Um, And so I suddenly had all these mates who didn't live in Colcheth. I didn't even live in Warrington. We're now going a little bit further. You know, we're into Northwich and and various bits of Cheshire that I'd never even heard of. Yeah. You know, So and I was going out with a girl from the who I'd met on the drama course as well, who did the classes as well. And then I'm, that happened, and I started going out with another girl who was doing the drama classes, and she also lived in Northwich. So my mum was driving me to Northwich every five minutes. God bless her for doing that. Amazing. Which is why I got ended up getting a little motorbike. So that all, sort of all that crowd petered out, my heart got broken, whatever. I was writing music, I was doing the band. All of that was happening. And then I found out about Manchester Youth Theatre. Now I don't know how. I can only think again. It was Mrs. XL because it's uh, got to
0: be the hub of all knowledge.
1: She she knew it. So Ooh. I went an audition for that and I got in and I did. We did um, Gregory's Girl at the Library Theatre uh, the first year I was there and then the second I did it the the following summer as well and we did um, oh the same in no it wasn't the same in the Shrew. Maybe it was the taming of the truth. was the taming of the truth.
0: How much do you, do you remember how much you were paying for Manchester Youth Theatre? Can't have, can't have been a lot, though, can it? It
1: couldn't have been loads, surely. I sort of don't remember right. having to pay for it. I mean, some must have done. Do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I haven't had any money. Well, you podi- didn't pay to audition for one. No, no <laughs> two ways about that. But, I mean, the actual doing it... I don't know if they made money. I don't know if it was money that was given from Council, Manchester City Council. Yeah. And they made ticket sales, you know? I mean, it was at the... Well, you, they were putting things on at the library, you played you know? at the library for a couple of weeks, and then there was another... You know, they had a show, they had two There was always two plays on at the library, and at the, at the contact as well wow. in Manchester. So, you know, the, they must have made... There must have been something coming back. Yeah.
0: It's funny, I haven't had anybody on who's... Right, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, Oldham Theatre Workshop. Yes. Uh, Technoism yeah. Workshop. You know, lots
1: of things yeah. crop up Manchester, again. Yeah. Because I did it, and I didn't realise till I... I must have read something or seen something. No, anyway, I did it with Steve Pemberton, but I didn't... Was through, it throughout the summer? Was it like yeah, a summer? Yeah, it was sort a, like a summer school. Oh, summer mate, course, some, yeah.
0: a little summer school, And then the
1: performances always went into the beginning of the school year. So I was doing my A-levels, and I remember my... Uh, English teacher, he turned around and said to me, um, you know, I kind of swanned in and went, oh, I haven't done the homework in the summer because, uh, you know, I've been doing Taming of the Shrew in in Manchester, you know, and he went, well, don't come back to my class until you've done it. Right. (laughs) So I had to, I literally had to go out and do all the homework before I was allowed back into his his class for A-levels. Yeah, so I was doing my A-levels, did the band, Got the uh, my drama teacher told me about drama schools. I'll go back a little bit because at about the age of ten, I was so into the drama stuff that my mum and this is a, we kept going to the I remember going to the library to find out try and find out about these things, and my mum found one drama and I think it the one I think it was the Barbara Speak School of Acting that was in Acton back then and she said you want to go and do you want because you, you could be a boarder and all the rest of it I said oh no I don't want to go I don't oh want to go oh god no but she was like so behind me they were always behind completely behind me and I just think how brilliant of them to do that because it was it, all of it seemed so far away yeah you know how they you know but they just went with all of it so drama schools how incredible they were so supportive oh I mean absolutely brilliant Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, so I think I applied to. I think I applied to four drama schools: Lambda Rada, Mount View, Bristol Central, Weber Douglas. I can't remember yeah. which.
0: The the but, sort of the yeah the, yeah yeah those main ones at yeah the yeah, time yeah yeah that everybody saw yeah.
1: Of- and um, <coughs> I remember having the Lambda prospectus, and I was sort of obsessed with it. I I would read it, like, silly amounts. Yeah. Every page. Look at the photos. Look at the faces of the people on there. Imagining. There were pictures in black and white as well, which, because colour was well in then. Yeah. You didn't really see black and white pictures unless they were, like, cool. Classy. Classy. (laughs) So I remember looking at all them pictures and um, thinking, that's where I really wanted to go. And I went to RADA, and they humiliated me at RADA, Sorry, Why? Rada. Why? Um well I felt humiliated, but again it's all part of I guess my naivety I I, I did a speech I did a speech from Tame of the Shrew and a particular actor, and I'm not gonna name him because he is famous. Sorry, but I can beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, um uh um asked me how I would play Kate and I said Well uh, I wouldn't why would I play Kate? I'm i I'm a fella. Yeah. And I remember him just sitting back in his chair I went Okay, thanks very much. I remember thinking I don't underst I don't understand why you would ask me that. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't no. know the what. I didn't know anything. And it's a perfectly legitimate question. <laughs> now I look back at it. But it wouldn't have crossed my mind. But still I'd, It was a girl's
0: you know, part. You know, it's it's a bit of a trapdoor yeah. for a seventeen-year-old yeah. who's come, you know, already yeah, yeah, bags yeah. of pressure coming down from the north to the oh, completely London. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. All yeah. Other people big London in this gas. Yeah, who probably at that time you went. Oh, I don't know if I belong here. I know. It's, I know. I know. Is it, isn't this for the for the yeah. posh the posh people? Oh, no. oh, well,
1: I know. Oh, I totally was. Sort totally of feel really
0: out of place. Totally was I that. Couldn't help. Yeah.
1: And then, um, so I auditioned... To, and I don't remember my auditions very clearly. I don't know why. But anyway, well, they, I obviously did them. But they're a bit blurry, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Because you're yeah. so jacked up by yeah, adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. pressure. So I went to RADA, I went to Lambda, I went to Mountview. I think there might have been six, actually, that were paid for. And my auntie paid for them. <laughs> did she? Yeah, it was like a Christmas present. That's a bloody good Christmas yeah, present. Yeah, no, no, was it was good
0: because even back, really good even in you know mid 80s yeah there it was still something it's oh, still, completely. I mean, not it's not obviously what what it's obviously not what it is now yeah but back then I yeah, mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all balanced oh, it? it still would have been quite expensive then
1: yeah and i got in at mount view i got offered a place at mount view didn't get rada didn't get another one of them and the other two i didn't go to because Lambda phoned up and offered me a place. So I didn't go to the other auditions because the train fare was too too much. Yeah, of course. You know, you, well, you've got two. Uh, uh, what, what do you want, a whole set? Yeah. You can sit there and go, mm, I don't know which <laughs> one I'm going to go to, you know. So I thought, I want to go to Lambda. I want to go to Lambda. And, um, yeah, so the whole world changed when they phoned mm. up, you know. yeah. I remember my mum, I think my mum had had a call, or maybe I wasn't, was I not in? She had a call and uh, I had to call them back.
0: To see what they wanted? Yeah. We're just leaning close to the mic, don't we? Yeah. Worry, <laughs> and, the noise um,
1: out. and yeah, it was um, Maggie who was the uh, head of whatever she was, Hadn't, not the head of admissions, that was one of her many jobs, but yeah, she said, you've got in. And everything changed at that second.
0: At that time, Mm. were you automatically given an eligible...
1: Ah, good point. No. Uh,
0: Or was I... Or would they have done giving you something and you would have to stump up the rest? Or how did it work? I think
1: what I got was I got my fees paid and they paid a percentage of my maintenance grant not very much because my dad had died and so my mum's bank balance was all right because she did she was able she'd paid off the mortgage or something but anyway it looked like we had a couple of quid and it was actually a transient amount that was going here and going you know so I Maybe it was actually just the the the, 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 fees. the fees, and I think maybe I had to have the maintenance myself. So me and my mum came down on the train. We'd given it one day to find somewhere to live because it's just that it's easy. that easy. And and I, re- I I'd remembered that there was a shop window in Hammersmith. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is how little I knew. There was a shop window in Hammersmith that had loads of. Rooms advertised in it, and we got we went to that and had the Evening Standard, which used to have. I did, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we phoned and phoned and phoned, and there was nothing. And there was one we were going to see, and we couldn't find it. <laughs> we literally couldn't find it. I remember quite clearly. We were in Hammersmith. And we went in a shop, and we asked in this shop well, if they knew such a road, and they didn't know. And we came out. My mum stopped the first person who was coming up the road, and said to you, "Do you know this road?" And he didn't either. And I was like, "Mom!" After this guy had walked by, and it was Benjamin Whitrow, you know, no. so, you know the actor. Oh, lovely actor. I think I think he's. I think he died quite recently. Um, lovely, lovely actor. But I reckon like, my mum had stopped him in the street and asked him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we couldn't find this one. There was one place in Ravenscourt Park. It was a room in a house. It had a lock on the door and it had a sink. What more do you need? Dan? Yeah. Except I think my mum thought it was, you know... Ropey. Oh. But she was dead. because the only one. We were going back on the train. That was it. That was our one chance. And she went. You, you think you'd be all right here, Daniel? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. This would be. This would be fine. And it was actually. I didn't really think about it too much. But it. You know. It was. It was low grade. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty low grade. I mean, I had the cheapest. It yeah, had double glazing, but it was really, really cheap, and I broke it within the first week of being there. And I was so scared that I wouldn't tell the landlady. So actually, my entire tenancy, which was six months or whatever, I was there. I had a window open all through the winter, everything because I wouldn't, because I didn't know how much windows cost.
0: <laughs> well, it's lucky you were filling up petrol, and you. Oh, couldn't I know, feel I know. Cold, I couldn't feel it? the cold. <laughs> I know, but I did
1: have a set of. I had a set of clothes that I would put on at night. I had to do that, and I electrocuted myself in there as well. That was doing what? Thing. Well, I dropped a fork. My little treat on a Friday night. Don't say down the toaster. Well, near enough a, a, a um, three-bar fire. Ah. So my little treat on a Friday night was to get a, a chicken, Chinese chicken curry and rice, and I would take it and I would I'd turn on my little telly, and um, and I put the food onto the plate. And put the plate on the bed because that's all, it was a bed sit. That's what it was. Yeah. So I put it on there, and I dropped the fork into the fire, and I just went and grabbed it, and I shot through the air. And the worst thing was, I landed in, in my chicken curry. I got it. <laughs> So I'm kind of vibrating and probably lightly smoking. No, I don't know if I was lightly smoking, but in my head, yeah. I was. It was. I'd never felt anything like it before. And if I it was, was a trying, cartoon,
0: you definitely oh, would have been.
1: Absolutely, I would. But then the rigma then the scraping, what I could get off the, you know, <laughs> I didn't know anything back then. I didn't know what hummus was back then. Everyone was eating hummus at Lambda. Oh mate, I still I don't know it, what hummus no, is now. You know,
0: I, I do. I do.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. so we?
0: You had such a... You got on well at school. Yes. At high school. You had a great time. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Did that carry on at drama school?
1: Or yeah, did, or it did. It did, it, it did. No, I had a... I, it's funny. I had a, I, had a, I had a really great time at drama school. I loved it. I loved it. I think, in retrospect, what I feel was that I was possibly not... Strictly, that I well, I mean, it was that I was too young, but it was also I was too naive. So I carried on. Well, it is a, a place of education, of course it is, but I remember trying to please every department. You know, you you your Alexander technique in. You're thinking about where whether you're breathing in the right place and where your voice is, and all all of those things that weren't things I ever thought about when I came in raw into a room and did a speech from Look Back in Anger. Yeah. You know, and I think I spent three years trying to make all of those bits work that I think I I, I sort of let my... Anything that was instinctive and natural and, you know, I remember thinking... I remember them telling me that I... When I talk, I, I spread my fingers quite wide and they went, it's very distracting... And I thought, and it was a thing. That's what I do, you know. If you, what you start realizing as you get older is you've got a USP, and that's whatever that is, is part of it. You know, yeah. it's. And I remember just, you know, I remember doing a show, and they said, "If you," I was playing a, a military in it, and they said, "If you're not going to stand up straight, we are going to give you a corset. You need to be up So I spent an entire. Play it didn't much do about nothing. Just thinking about whether I was standing up straight. Now, that's not their fault. They were giving me an arsenal of stuff, but I think I was so busy thinking about it all that I, I, when I left, I think I was like, I, I had to sort of put myself back together a bit.
0: How was it when you left? And did you think about that time that you were... Did you think during those three years, oh, I'm busy pleasing, trying to please all these departments and all these people, am I pleasing myself or is that something that was
1: on reflection? never thought about that. Never thought about whether I was pleasing myself. I think if I'd thought of that, then I might have had a bit of... But I didn't have any fight back. You know, I hear about... Someone was telling me about a kid. Not a kid, he's gone in as an older student, as RADA recently, and, you know, he's lived and he's done a bit and... He would bite back at certain stuff and go, oh, I'm not doing that, that's not helpful to me. And I never had a, I never had that, Oh, I don't think that's useful to me. I never had that. Also, you didn't know who you were, really, because well, no, you were 17, no, you were maturing no, I don't, I don't and know. discovering yeah. who you were. Absolutely. So I think, in reflection, um, I should have got in when I was 21, let's say, and I would have just had a little bit more... About me.
0: But if you but could change it, would no. you? No, exactly. But no. 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 And I, I, I knew you are going to say And I'm that. not
1: knocking the school. I'm not knocking no. what they did. I, I had a brilliant time at Lambda. It was a brilliant training. You know, we went off on tour for six weeks in Holland. The whole year gets split in two and you go off for a term. You did the same play. You didn't go there, did you? No, I didn't. No. I didn't. Well, you I, know about it.
0: Well, I know because Lee Ingleby went there. Ah,
1: Yeah. And you go off and you tour and you put up the set in a different theatre every night and you do the play and you take it down and you go home. And you, I mean, that kind of stuff, you just can't.
0: That's absolutely
1: brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant. Yes. It's absolutely brilliant. So, do they still do it? No. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. There's other things now. They go to other places. Right. But this, you know, the tour that you did, there was a particular term that you did it and you stayed in centre parks. That was your base. Then literally, I mean, Holland is amazing for theatres. there I guess, because everything you know was bombed, so like every little town has got a massive theatre, and it's subsidised, and everybody goes. You know, we're just we're I just a drama about school about doing about Animal it. Farm, yeah. playing to twelve hundred people. You know what I mean? I mean, astonishing. So that was, I mean, that was that was amazing. And yeah, and then did the old. Um, Audition. Well, I, I was going out with a girl in my year, and uh, we, we were playing Beatrice and Benedict. And um, did
0: you end up going out because of that, or was it? Uh, or no, no, no. We were, were already going, going, out, going and, out. Yeah, oh, and yeah. And yeah. then they cast you.
1: Yeah, 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 So we did this together, and she Bit got twelve. Quite, she quite got risky. Oh, she got twelve letters from agents, and I didn't get one. Oh, this is in the final. Oh man, yeah. Right. And we lived together, and they're coming through the door, you know, with the stamp of the agency on the yeah. envelope. I'm going. I'm going to the letterbox. Uh, well, you got another one. You've Got another one here. You know. And she got twelve. She went to meet twelve agents. I didn't get any. I didn't get any. And then we got to the final audition morning. And one agent came up to me, and he was renowned for being not great. And he came up to me afterwards. But I had, astonishingly, along with three other lads in my year. Auditioned for players cast at the RSC, and started work. So I crossed over with leaving Lambda. I was already that. I think there was a week crossover, and I think my last week of Lambda, I got a paycheck from the RSC at the end of that week, which was. I mean, it, re- it re- you know, it it really was when they gave you the slip with the little tear around the edge. Yeah. When they were coming round, giving everyone a, a letter and I was thinking, what are they giving us? What, what's this? And I opened it and saw there was money and it was like,
0: what the fuck? More money than you'd seen in three years of, yeah.
1: Man alive, but all I was doing was the same thing I was doing a week before. Yeah. And now someone was giving me money for it.
0: Can you just go back and just explain yeah. to anybody listening who doesn't wouldn't understand... And I don't mean this in a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any any sort of way. Yeah. Uh, what players cast means. Oh
1: yeah. So um, you basically get hired to do be messenger three, and no part. i'm one of the lads in my year got uh, Jason Fleming. Actually got a there's a little speech at the end of As You Like It. I think uh, Jaques the boys, or whatever. And he got that part, so he had a speech. I remember being quite jealous of that. But I would. I got into. I primarily got in David Thacker. Um, was the guest director that year and he was doing Pericles and he was the one who got me in because I don't think I'm certainly back then. I think there was a type of actor and um, I don't think I was very, I don't think I was a really sort of classical actor. So I got in with him because I think he saw that I had a bit of something. And so I was fisherman three, and there's loads of little parts. And you in might have a line, Pericles you might not you go, yeah, have a line. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's... So um, that was me. That was the exciting play for me. The rest of them were, were a bit spear carrying. And how long was that contract for? First, that first eighteen thing? months. Yeah. Um. And it was amazing. And I remember sitting in the sitting in the auditorium such a clear memory this sitting right up on the the upper circle where i'd sat 5 years earlier on a school trip going to see a play in stratford and i'd never had and never like it was never like oh this is where i, I want to end up yeah. it was never that but the whole idea that i was sat there being paid to be an actor I had a bit of a crisis because all I'd ever wanted to do was be an actor, and now I was one. So I sort of fulfilled my ambitions. Yeah. At twenty-one, just, and I was sat there going, "Now, now what happens? That's all you've ever wanted, and you've you've got it." But the whole concept of oh, and then I want to play this, and then I want to play that. There was never that. I never had a long. The, my long game was: if you work hard, you, you might get the chance to be an actor, and I was one. And you got that. So I had a little, yeah, yeah. So I had a little sort of weird meltdown because I thought, N- now, 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 what happens? I just hadn't thought about. West work, Yorkshire Playhouse and Did you the work through that? And, was that
0: something that lasted a while? No, well,
1: it was did last a while, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if I've ever really... I've never been lucky enough to have a plan. But I don't think... I think that was all part of never having a plan. I I've never known... What? You know, I've never been sat there... Well, last year, I moved house, and I thought, oh, God, it'd be fantastic to get... I wonder why Chichester have never giving me a job and I got a phone call a week later and I got offered a job at Chichester but that was you know that was kind of location convenience brilliant theatre the fact it was an extraordinary play and uh was amazing but that's sort of that's about as you know that's about as far as my ambition has ever gone really I want to do nice parts but with nice you know yeah but you know I've never had that I, you know, p- the world will see my Hamlet.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, yeah, which I yeah. think
1: I think a lot of actors do have. I think a lot of people do have that specific uh, a drive. Well, sometimes
0: you read it when you're specific in publications and you're, you're, you're reading interviews with actors and the old, uh, some naff old journalist comes yeah. up with, oh, what are your, uh, what's the part that you most <laughs> desire? And they yeah. give you a list of like five other things. Yeah. You know, I want this I want that yeah
1: mine's king lear but but has been since I was 15 Has it really yeah
0: yeah yeah you've got at least another 20 years before yeah I that's know happened, I know but
1: it? that's fine that's fine I can do that but I played bottom at 30 and I wish it some I wish it'd been offered to me now it'd be so much better I mean I, it was it works thankfully I was the youngest bottom at the RSC
0: we don't talk about jobs on this podcast. Oh that yeah, much. no, we don't. So, <laughs> um, um, so some yeah. people, you know, people listening to this now, they'll go, "Oh yeah, no, I've seen Daniel Ryan on the telly. I've seen him, in the... and they'll go, they'll look at you and, well, he's 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 had a good, you know, I'm not yeah, yeah, your yeah. great career. Yeah. And you've done lots of interesting stuff, and people might think, oh, he's forever working. Mm. So how do you deal? And we all know the reality is that (laughs) the the downtime sometimes can affect a lot of things. How do you...
1: Well, I would tell you now that I'm having the worst, mentally, the worst time ever being out of work right now. Why? I don't know. Because I think, again, it's something to do with this 50 thing that's happened to me. I think going... When did you turn 50, by the way? um, April. Right, yeah so it's recent, yeah, 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 because we're three. recording
0: we're recording this um early May yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, three weeks ago, whatever, um and so I haven't so I finished a play on the third of February, whatever it was, so it's now getting over three months, which some people go, oh nothing, oh, three months, it's nothing, I'm really struggling with it, and I think it's the whole thing of. I'm 50 and I've still got a... I graft hard when I work. Really do. Put a lot of time in to what the results are on the telly or wherever it is. I really like working hard. So if you take that away from me, I feel like I've really been... You know, you don't say... If you went down to the pub and uh, there was a mate of yours who was a plumber was there and he said, I haven't had any work for three months, you'd go... Oh mate, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, that must be awful. You trained to be a plumber. You're self-employed. You're good at it. Yeah. You like it, and you're not being able to. You, you're not being able to do it. I'm not being able to do the thing that I really like, and I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I've got a lot of ability at the moment. I feel like you give me the right job at the moment, and I'll smash it. And not being able to be given that is really, really hard. It's really frustrating. And I think because I have been very lucky to work a lot, I have. No two ways about it. But I've had six months out here, and I've had six months out there. I think a lot of my younger, you know, I did a lot of commercials. I was always doing something. Did a lot of of plays that toured for a year and a half. You know stuff like that. So I've been in work a lot, but I've worked hard when I've been there. Yeah. So not being able to do it right now when I feel oh, I hate sort of saying the height of my powers. I, I don't know what the right phrase is, but I feel like I'm I've, I've I could really deliver something at the moment.
0: And also, you've been doing it a long time, and also you've just turned fifty, so. That, it's culminating in a lot of things. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah.
1: In. Yeah, it is. It is. And and the feeling that you're at... You're back to square one. Again. Again. It's just... There comes a point where you go, do you know what? If somebody said to me, here's a job, it's good pay, you, you can do it, it'd be quite good. I was cleaning the patio the other day and I was literally thinking, I wonder if I could set up a... P- Isn't you think? Is there a patio cleaning business? Look at the state of that patio.
0: I've done a bloody good job. I've done a great job here. People would pay for this. And I've
1: quite enjoyed it. All right. The sun's shining, whatever. How lucky I am to be here doing it. But I've cleaned it and it looks great and I've delivered. Is there a business? Is there a business? I want to be an actor. Yeah. Just let me be an actor. But for whatever reason, and we never know because we all sit in it from time to time, it's. The phone's not. I mean, it, and it is. It's not like I'm going up for tons and not getting it. I'm going up for bits that I could do easily. If you phoned up and offered them to me, I'd go and do it, and it'd be fine. And you know, I could, could deliver. But there's no, there's no meat coming in. Where's the meat? And there's no, and there's not a lot of it either. So you know people sit there and go well there's a, there's netflix and there's amazon and there's everybody's making programs now youtube are starting making their own content i was reading today and you go well surely there should be more work but the why it stops what am i doing wrong is my agent the right agent well they have been for you know the last sp- fifteen years. So what I is suppose the that's what
0: you're saying mentally, because this has been very hard for these three months. Yeah, everything starts to spiral out of control, yeah. and you start asking loads of questions. Yeah. because you haven't got, you can't vent to anybody else. Yeah, you, you, it's that sense of control that you'd think after all these years. I know we would. I don't want to say be at peace with, but certainly have a a, a greater understanding. Yes, of. The uncertainty.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when you're dropping the kids off at school and people go, oh, you're working, whatever, oh, nothing. Oh, you're all right. how do you cope with that? How do you deal with it? And you go, oh, it's fine, it's fine. When really I want to, I should stop them and go, do you know what, it's an absolute nightmare. I'm having a nightmare. Give me something to do. Yeah. Give me something to do. There's always something to do, of course. You know, it's recent, why I was saying I've recently you know i've just bought myself a little keyboard and i've started trying to write some music again to try and be create, create. yeah you know i've started i've found a, a mate up a writer mate and said i don't know if you ever collaborate with anyone but i've got an idea and we've we've developed an idea and we've we've got that out with someone at the moment who's looking at it. It's so healthy to do I that. know, I've started writing, I've always written little, I've always been good with words and rhymes and all the rest of it. I've started to try and write a children's book of me daft sort of rhymes and trying to do all that, which is great and it takes me out of it for a while, but at the end of the day, you know, it's five to six and the phone's not wrong. I'm not... Yeah, i I want to act. I, I want know. to act. I want to. <laughs> that's what you've got to have, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it, you know, I remember working with an actor who was a, he was, an, he was also worked for a, an insurance company. He was, was a, anyway, and he'd spend his entire lunch break on, the, on his computer and doing stuff because that was his main job. And maybe he wasn't such a brilliant actor, I don't know. But he had a fallback. He had a thing he could do, and I've always been very jealous of that because, man,
0: I am rubbish at everything.
1: You know? Well, you don't
0: don't have a plan, B.
1: No. No. And I don't really do many voiceovers, and I don't really do many radios, so... I've, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, uh, I've got, I've got to do it. Yeah. I've, just to make, just to, down the bare bones and making a crust. But
0: also, there's obviously a, a, a want and a need and a desire to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can sense that from you.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: I'm, I don't really ask questions per se, as, as you know, but just I want to, I want to end it by asking two questions. Yeah. Genuinely, honestly, have you ever seriously thought about going, no, I I just, I can't
1: do this anymore? This is the closest I've ever been to thinking that. I'm having days at the moment, bad days, and you talk to my wife and she's leaving me alone a bit, having days where I go, I can't be. I can't have done the amount that I've done and some good stuff, some stuff to be really proud of, and stuff that people have enjoyed, and I know they have. It's people on Twitter and whatever, they'll, something will be repeated and they'll let me know, and you go, oh, yeah, that, that's Of course flowing. that, that's nice. you know, which yeah. is great. It's lovely. To have done that, and then when you get a phone call and they go, oh, they're saying, oh, it's a, it's a good part, and it's not a good part. It's a little part that I would expect to do when I come out of Lambda. Yeah. You know, you can't because it's someone of my age, but he's got three lines in a scene. Can you go in and self-tape for it? Can you go in, sit with the casting director so it can get sent off to be tindered?
0: Do you say no to that? Or do you or, or do you suck it up and go If in?
1: I can find anything in there that's playable that might be interesting to play, then I m- might go in. But at the moment, I'm finding I'm saying I'm not going in very often. I I I I left a play last year because I didn't feel like it was gonna. Um, I didn't leave a play. I didn't. I was meant to do a play and I pulled out of it before it started because I didn't feel like it was going to make me happy. And I sort of felt like getting to 50, having done what I've done, I want to do things that make me happy and feel, you know, like I've I've done a day's work. I remember once seeing... uh, uh, um, ..waiting to film one day, and it was a lovely location, and I watched a farmer plough an entire field before I even got on set. And I thought, now that's work. That's,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't, I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. You know, and I've got, I've got stuff to give. Oh, and that's me giving it now. You know, I, I've got, I've got something, I've I've got something to give. And um, I, just be, feeling like I'm, I think it's, Hey, we're all expendable. It's not expendable, but it's just feeling like it's day one again. It's just not, it's not making me very happy, you know? And I guess that that's the, that's the, di- hey, listen, if I got a phone call tomorrow and I got offered a really nice series and there's a lovely character, all goes. Hey, we'd be having, we wouldn't be having the conversation that we're having now. But I think it's but, great that we're having this but, conversation. But I think right it, now. because I know I'm not on my own. And I know we don't like to talk about it with each other we, because we're all trying to.
0: Evidently, we, people do because they come on here and talk <laughs> to me about it. And it still blows my fucking mind yeah. that they do. And yeah. I'd I, I, I say it a lot. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that people come on. Mm. And we. this is the longest we've ever spent together. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, and people probably listen to this. go, oh, they, and oh, we they know each go other. Go yeah. I know, but it's it's amazing the amount of people that come on who I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, We yeah. can talk openly, honestly, in in such a safe yeah. place because yeah. it is important. Yeah, it is. No, Do it's you,
1: really important, and it's what you know. Listen, I'm listening to you know. I was listening to Sean Dooley, yeah. Well, the, the other week on the train when I was coming in, I was thinking, you know. And he was like, "Oh, and I know Sean really well, but I didn't know all the stuff that I found out about him. Yeah, really interesting, you know." And he was like, "While well, I was out of work for eight months, and I'm going, yes, someone else has been out of work for a long time who's a all, really, really good. Actor. We all think, oh, well, the oh, grass we is a bit think, well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. work all the time. Yeah. I don't work all the time. And do you know what? I should work all the time because I'm trained to do it. And I'm, I feel like I'm quite good at it, so <laughs> I should. <laughs> Dan, do you ever listen, um
0: listen to the radio, mm. uh, pretty much from when I put the kettle on yeah. in the morning to when I go to bed?
2: Yeah.
0: You know Marianne Hobbs, yeah. the DJ? Yeah, yeah. When she interviews people, and, and I'm completely stealing something from her now, yeah. because it really touches me every time. She always ends her interviews, and she, she asks... Are you happy? Are you happy?
1: God, that's 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 quite a big pause, isn't it? There, there's quite. I would say at the moment, I'm not. That's completely honest. I Feel like we've got a lot. Got some personal things going on. Kids. I'm a divorced dad, so I've got a 19-year-old, a 15-year-old, little seven-year-old. Um, so I've got some personal things that are tricksy. My career is not great. Not really. And, you know, and if I want to look in the dark, well, maybe I'm past my best, but I don't feel like I am. So, you know, for all those people who are getting kicked out of their jobs and going, getting, you know, all those ones who are in... Um, I'm not gonna say the name of a certain store, but in uh in um uh, what they call DIY shops, you know, there's an older generation in there yeah. doing their thing. I, I you know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not ready for that yet. I've got I've got I've got more to do. So um it's just that. It's just that. It's frustrating when you've I feel like I've proved myself. So I don't know why I have to keep doing it. <laughs>
0: Dan. I know. It's an unanswerable question. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I, really, I really hope you enjoyed coming on. Oh, no, I, I, no, I, really. I, I really enjoyed spending time here. It was brilliant. Yeah,
1: no, I have wanted to have a little troll through this stuff. It's, it's, it's
0: nice. It's, it's very, very good. And I'm really, really chuffed you came on, man. And I'm so sorry, I was three hours late. Thanks for turning (laughs) up, finally. Uh, Daniel Ryan, love you, lots of love. Thank you very much, man. Cheers,
1: it's been great.
0: And another episode is done, you see? Yeah, we went deep. It's always funny... um, not funny, ha oh, ha, funny. Not even peculiar. Just, you know, when people come on and we've never met before, and it's funny because me and Dan spoke, and we went, "God, me and him have been knocking about for years. We should have met. Our paths should have crossed more, and they haven't." But I'm so pleased they did, and I can't thank him enough for coming on. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for subscribing and joining us and being so supportive as you are, um, we can't really do these things without you. I mean, we can, it'd be a lot less fun, but we're thrilled that you're with us on the journey. Look, that's all I have to say. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll see you back, the usual place, the usual time, next Thursday. Until then, take care, stay safe. I've been Craig Parkinson. He's been producer Griff. And this has been the Two Shot Podcast. And I've got a little frog in my throat. I can only apologise. Take care. The Two Shot Podcast is presented by me, Craig Parkinson, recorded and produced by Thomas Griffin for Splicing Block. Our music, our brilliant music, is courtesy of Then Thickens. Cheers.